Hey everyone, it's South Park Bros. Today we're going to be reviewing uh, the episode Shuffade, which is Season 2, Episode 14. Today we have a special guest star coming on today, and is my dad. He is a lawyer from Pennsylvania. He's got a podcast of his own, Lawing Around. It's on Spotify and Apple Music. You can go check it out. Welcome to the uh, podcast. Hey, Zach, how's it going? I was I was excited to come on to the podcast since I'm a lawyer. You told me I should be watching this episode because Johnny Cochran's in it. Yeah, so that, so this episode is basically all about how the boys try to get money for a chef that a record label is trying to take credit for his song called Sticky Bridges. Yeah, I, I haven't seen, as you know, I haven't seen a lot of uh, South Park episodes, but... I have watched some of them, so I wanted to watch this one so I could come on the podcast since I am a lawyer. We can talk a little bit about it. But yeah, it was Stinky Britches. I guess in episode, uh, Atlanta Morissette had done the song and it became a hit. And then Chef said, what, that he originally had written the song and they stole it from him? Uh, Yes. Uh, Chef realizes that he wrote the song 20 years earlier and it has been stolen uh by Alanis Morrison. Yeah, I, I saw, uh, I guess from the beginning of the episode, I thought it was pretty funny that um, when they, <laughs> they go and see the record executive guy and that he threatens to sue Chef for harassment, which I thought was pretty funny because they're actually the ones who stole the song. Yeah. Um, so I got to, before we get down into the actual trial and stuff, I have a question for you since you know I don't watch a lot of South Park, right? This guy, what's his name? Mr. Garrison? Yeah, yeah. What about Mr. Garrison? Was he, he's a school teacher, right? Yeah, he's the uh, fourth grade uh, teacher throughout the most of the show until like later seasons. All right, and then he has this guy. This episode, he had Mr. Twig, who was like a twig with a shirt on him, and then he, apparently he must have had somebody before that named Mr. Hat. Yeah, Mr. Hat was his most iconic uh, character that he does. So does, does Mr. I guess he had Mr. Hat in the earlier episodes and then Mr. Twig came in. Yeah, um, he replaced Mr. Hat because he was fantasizing about men and um, he was trying to say, oh, I'm not gay, uh, Mr. Hat. That's all Mr. Hat right there. But realistically, he's just that's him. He's putting his character into that. So Mr. Garrison is Mr. Hat. Now, is, is Mr. Garrison gay? Yes, he, he is confirmed gay in later seasons, and then he becomes a lesbian, and then he becomes back to gay. So it gets very confusing with Mr. Garrison. Yeah, because, well, later in the episode when he ends up in prison with Chef, he uh, he keeps asking Chef if he's going to, like, pack him or something. Which I think was pretty funny when he's in his underwear in the uh, cell with Chef, and then Mr. Hat breaks him out. Actually, uh, yeah, Mr. Hat breaks him out. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I think he, he escapes. But anyway, I don't want to get too far into the episode. But yeah, I didn't know Mr. I don't know much about Mr. Garrison. I guess he's not married or anything, right? Uh, he's he dated Big Gay Al. No, he dated. He wanted to date Mr. Slave, but then Mr. Slave went to Big Gay Al in the episode called "Follow the Egg." Uh, that episode was all about uh, gay marriage. Uh, that's for another uh, day to review that episode because there's, there's a lot in that one. Okay, yeah, maybe we'll, I'll have to watch that one next. But uh, I thought it was funny. Did you, when he found Mr. Twig uh, in the pot? Oh, yeah, boiling, yeah. Yeah, do you know where, do you know where that came from? Like what it's like referencing? Is that what you're yeah. telling me? 
I could probably look it up right now, but you probably know where it's from. You could tell me. Uh, I was going to say it was, um, I know, well, I know how old you are. Um, there was a movie called Fatal Attraction. Let's see. I think it was back. Yeah, uh, 1987, Fatal Attraction. The bunny is boiling. See, yeah. it's spoofed. Yeah. See, and I, I figured because you weren't alive in 1987, I was. <laughs> but yeah, they, they boiled a rabbit and, and they found a rabbit in the pot. Uh, so when I saw that scene where they were where uh, Mr. Twig was in the pot, I thought that was pretty funny because it's like, that's I don't know if you picked up on it because you probably have never seen Fatal Attraction. It's an old movie. While I'm looking at the refer uh, the references, um, I didn't know this, but I'm looking at it right now. Apparently, in Lego Star Wars: The Star Wars Saga, the newest video game has a reference mm -hmm. to this episode. It's called Chewbacca Defense. I find that so funny. Uh, uh, yeah, I, I like, as you said in the beginning, uh, my intro, uh, I'm a lawyer, so I like, I like spoofs of trials and stuff like that. Johnny, Johnny Cochran used his, uh, Chewbacca defense, which I thought was, uh, a pretty interesting defense. <laughs> if Chewbacca was on Endor, that does not make any sense. I don't even know what Endor is. I guess it's it's, it's a planet. um it's a planet on Star Wars. I don't really know. I don't really follow Star Wars that much, and uh, and you yeah. probably don't follow it either as much as any person does. Yeah, they get bad, know. but like a like Endor is where these like little Wookies like the, at the very last scene where like they defeat the Empire. They, there's these like little Wookie things. Um, yeah, I remember. Well, I think they were. It's like where Wars. you know how like Luke goes to see all of the. Uh, ghosts at the very end of the movie maybe i i know that i think they're little fuzzy things yeah yeah, yeah so so yeah chewbacca is big uh that i know because i did see star wars but yeah i guess endor is where the um the wookies live yes so his whole strategy was it didn't make any sense for a gigantic uh eight foot tall wookie to live i guess uh on endor yes which was a pretty good defense, I guess. <laughs> You're the lawyer here. Yeah. Now uh, you don't. Do you? You don't remember O.J. Simpson? You don't. Well, you don't I, know, I know what he. Well, I know what he was accused of. But I just. Yeah, but the trial. I know you. I know you weren't born until uh, 2002. Trial was in 1995. I was, I was out of law school a couple of years, but I remember. Uh, yeah, Johnny Cochran was the lawyer back then funny that he's still coming up in like south park well this is like this is 1998 right here is that when that aired okay so that's not too far and he died in it? he died in 2005 okay johnny cochran episode, you said the episode was 98 yeah 98 wow when did south park even start? 97 that was the first season yeah 1997 this aired october 7th 1998 Okay, yeah, because the O.J. Simpson trial, I think, was in 95, so just, alright, so it was not as, so he was probably really popular back in, uh, when this episode aired and came out. Now, do they, do you know, do they use the actual voices, or they're just people that pretend to be them? So, uh, actually, they did use a lot of special, this is a, one of the episodes where they got everyone for it, so they used Elton John, Elton John was his real self, DMX was his real self, Rick James was his real self. Meatloaf was his real self. Old Dirty Bastard was his own self. Ozzy Osbourne was his own self. Les Claypool, which is Primus, he was his real self. 
Trim Armstrong, that was a real person. Joe Strummer, real person. Crystal Method, real person. Dean Wayne, Gene Wayne, and all real people right there that that voiced Ween and stuff. And I kind of find it funny that they didn't know Chef at the time, but um, they came back for the South Park 25th anniversary. Ween came back for the 25th anniversary, and so did Les Claypool because... He's the one that wrote the intro as Primus, which is uh, what you're going to hear as the intro to our podcast. I never even heard Ween. I was just looking. I saw that they were a band, right? I never even heard of them. Yeah, they only have like that one major hit and they they really never went anywhere. They have, they have that one big hit called Ocean Man, which everyone knows from the Spongebob movie, the animated one where King Neptune's crown was stolen and... The bald right. meme came in, and that was hilarious. And then that's when they remade uh, Goofy Goofber uh, from Twisted Sister. I want to rock. But yeah. mostly, most mostly when they're doing celebrity voices, they're mostly made up, or they're mostly not the real person. But this is where they got everyone for it. So you say it was really Elton John? Yeah, it really was Elton John. Now, Ozzy sounded like Ozzy, and that was Ozzy. Yes. And you said Old Dirty Bastard was on there. I don't What was he? I don't remember seeing him. He in one of those groups? Or something? Yeah, he's probably part of a group and stuff. Because uh, I saw, like, Rancid was on there, and Primus, uh, Elton John, and Ween. I saw, I saw them. Yeah, Ran- I, Rancid was the real person. No, I, I didn't know that um, that Meatloaf, prior name was Couscous. Yeah, I didn't know that either. Um, I think I think that was a spoof, but what is couscous? You're a chef. I don't even know what that is. You know what it is? I should know what it is. It's sad that I don't right now. Um, I, I can probably. It's like, it's, like a, it's, it's like rice or something. It's kind of like a. It looks. It kind of looks like. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, it kind of looks like quinoa. Like yeah, a, te- yeah, exactly. a texture like quinoa. And that, then they named him Meatloaf. That was pretty good. The um, Rick James was in there too. Is that really him? Yeah, that was actually really Rick James. He only yeah, had like he only had two lines, but he it was actually him. Yeah, he didn't have. Um, but it didn't look a whole lot like him. You know, his caricature didn't look. Yeah, like him. he probably would have been heavier right around that time. Yeah, and he didn't have all all the braids. I mean, I think he had some. And then um, I was trying to look, look at who else was in there. I think that was all the the big bands. I don't think Alanis Morissette, did she? She didn't voice her actual self. She didn't voice? I don't even know if she said anything, except when they were trying to do the song. No, that, she was voiced, so she was actually the only person that was played by a, an actress. Uh, she was played by Toddy Walters. Ah, so somebody actually, somebody else did her. Uh, her yeah, voice. oh, and this is another thing. Uh, Mary Kay, Mary Kay Bergman uh, was in this episode, but she is no longer alive, and... Uh, was taken over from I don't know who uh, who voices their her characters now, but uh, this was like no she she died in 1999, so she had a she so her last thing was probably in the South Park movie. What is her? Who she play? What's her she name? used to play on the South Park movie was the last thing she realistically did, which is sad. Um, she voiced uh, all the girl characters on South Park until. November eleventh, nineteen ninety nine. She was only thirty eight. Wow, she was young. I know she died of a drug overdose, I think, or something along the lines of that. And there was no. I don't think there was. I don't think it was any girl characters on. Uh, Sheila Broflowski was the mayor. Was um, 
all those old women were having sex with Chef. Yeah, that was Mary Kay Berg- Bergman. Now, who who was the guy, the first lawyer? Uh, forget it. Oh, Gerald Broflowski. Yeah, he's he's, uh, he's Kyle's father. and uh, Is he a lawyer, really, on the episode? Yeah, yeah, he's a lawyer throughout the show. Okay. Because so, th- they make fun of Kyle for it. You know, they're like, you're rich because you're Jewish and your dad's a lawyer. Oh. Well, Carmen right. mostly pokes at him, but yeah. And then, was that... <laughs> was that his his wife having sex with Chef? Yes, <laughs> and then uh, and then Gerald comes in saying, "How was it, Howdy?" Just as I <laughs> suspected it. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was pretty funny. Then who was that scary old lady? When he oh, that was um, that was Mister Cr- that was Mrs. Crabtree. That's also played by Mary Kay Bergman. Um, she's the bus driver for the kids. Oh, she's not one of their parents. No, no. Uh, whose whose parents? Kenny. Whose parents are the? Uh, is the lawyer? Gerald Brofosky and Sheila Brofosky. That's uh, Kyle's parent. Kyle. Kyle's the one with the green hat. Uh, orange. Well, th- there's two orange characters, so that's that might be confusing for you. But he's the one with the green hat. Well, the one who's the one who wrote the song, or Elton John wrote him the song for Wendy. That that, that's Stan. You're thinking oh, that's of Stan. Okay, because. They did. I don't know who Wendy is, other than they did. A, Elton John started to do a song, right? You know, Wendy. I don't. I, yeah, Wendy's in the very end of the episode. She was wearing pink and stuff. Yeah, <laughs> that guy was funny. He, he um, I think uh, uh, they they were trying to make fun of Hitler. Oh, um, is that with that hair? Yeah, he's like, I would not be a with budget law. And then his hair came down, and he fixes it with uh, the gel. And he's got he's kind of got the Hitler stash now that I'm looking at his picture again. I, I guess now that you mentioned it, he does. Yeah, I, I'm above the law. And they were mentioning <laughs> they were mentioning uh, German stuff all through this episode because well, um, yeah. it start it all started with Cartman dancing German to yeah, raise I money. Have, I didn't get that whole German dancing thing. And then yeah, when he was well, first he tried to cheer up Chef by dancing that German dance and then they wanted when they did the whole chef aid thing try to start with the german i don't really get that but maybe that was part of the hitler i also thought it was funny mr garrison has a picture of leonardo oh uh-huh, yeah i saw <laughs> I, I think it's above mr hat's bed not his bed well i, I don't know I, if they sleep together well, it looked like at the end of the episode he's back with mr hat yeah well, that's uh, that's because they, they're like uh mr garrison that's your character you're playing. I forget who says that to him. I think it was Gerald uh, I, or someone said uh, that to him. Somebody. Uh, you mean later or this episode? In this episode, it. they're like, Mr. Garrison, this is your character that you're playing. Mr. Hat is you. And uh, he's trying I, I to deny all the causes. Like, oh, I'm not gay. Yeah, I think when the cop investigated, remember, he, he had pictures. They didn't show the pictures, I don't think. Remember what he... He said he set up a camera or something to see who attacked Mr. Twig. And then, uh, I don't think they actually showed the picture. No, they don't. But it was, I think it must have been. Might have been him. him or Mr. Because he's like, wait, what? And then, like, okay, so, um, DMX and, uh, Old Dirty Old Bastard were performing with, uh, Ozzy Osbourne, Nowhere to Run. Oh, that's why. Okay, so they were with Ozzy. Yeah. So Dean Wayne and Green uh, Gene Wayne performed the Rainbow. Uh, Nowhere to Run was Ozzy, DMX, uh, Old Dirty Bastard, and Crystal uh, Method. Uh, Brad Logan was uh, Tim Armstrong with uh, Lars Rancid. 
Mr. This is one I found funny, which probably nobody got the reference to because they say the name so fast. But uh, Mr. Mephisto and Kevin, which are two characters on the South Park show, was performed by Les Claypool, uh, basically Primus and Trey Parker. Wake Up Wendy is a song you were talking about that was actually yeah. written by Elton John. It wasn't written by Stan. Maybe yeah, Benny, that Benny guy writes Elton John. Yeah, yeah. Because he's because um the first time he performs he plays like that monkey song or whatever it's called. Yeah, some of it or Cheese Puff Girl or something. Yeah, something like <laughs> that. And he's like, you gotta have someone else writing your lyrics. Yeah, because his lyrics are terrible. Um. I think Chef gives him, yeah. Gives him oh, he composed uh, for the Rocket Man uh, movie, uh, but Bernie uh, Toppet, but she probably wrote the lyrics to Elton John's most. Yeah, he composed yeah, for true. Elton John's songs. I oh, he wrote, he wrote all of them. Damn. Yeah, I think he wrote all his songs. I don't think Elton John writes his own lyrics. I don't know no, it's he's credited from 1970 all the way up to like 2022. So he wrote all of them. Yeah, so is that a real song, or is that just a, a snippet, that Wendy song? Is that just a snippet for the show, or is it like a full song? There, uh, so, I, so there's a actual, um, if you look it up, there's an actual album that they released called Chef Aid on, like, DV, like on, uh, no, not Elton John, oh. South Park released uh, Chef a Aid. Uh, yeah, a whole album of Chef Aid. Uh, let me look it up. No, I'm not CNN. I don't know why CNN is popped. Let me look it up right now. Because they didn't, do, I mean, they only did parts. Because I saw pictures above, like, pictures of, like, um, the whole songs from Chef Aid. Oh, really? The whole stuff? They were going to come on and do an episode of South Park that you would think. Yeah, album release. Uh, an album was released based on the episode. It featured 21 songs being extended and unaired from this episode and, pre- and from previous episodes in the series. Others being completely original to the album. Many notable artists from the several genres made cameo appearance on the album. Is a whole, can you buy it's, the album? The album's yeah, out there? Yeah, it's called Chef Aid, the South Park album. It's a 1998 soundtrack album to the animated show. I've never seen it in stores. It's about 76 minutes and 42 seconds long. Unless if I'm reading that wrong, but let's see what songs are on. Uh, the South Park theme songs, Nowhere to Run, uh, Chocolate Salty Balls, uh, Brad Logan, Come Sail Away, Kenny Dies, Simutation, They Will Die, Hot Lava, Bubble Goose, um, no subtitles, Wake Up Wendy, which is the Elton John song. You could probably look up all these songs and you could probably find them all on like YouTube or something. And then they have a hidden track called, uh, Cause Mom's a Bitch. Well, do you remember, uh, this was Chef Aid. Do you remember Live Aid? Probably... Yeah, I wasn't alive for Live Aid, but I saw, yeah. um, the Queen movie that mentioned Live yeah, Aid. Yeah, exactly. That was a big fundraiser. Same thing. They had a whole bunch of bands play. That was in 19... I think uh, if I look uh, up the call, I could probably. Yeah, um, yeah it's 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 on it's on YouTube, so you could definitely look it up. I just looked it up right now. Yeah. Wake up, Wendy. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna listen to it after this podcast, just to maybe listen yeah. to the whole thing, just so I can get a taste of it. But yeah, that was Chef Aid and Live Aid. They did Farm Aid at some point. I forget. When. For uh, South Park, you mean, or for just? No, no, just like in. That's for South okay. Park. Now, Kenny, Kenny. <laughs> 
He didn't want to get his head bit off. Yeah, he's like, uh, <laughs> Chef told me to do blah 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 blah, and then uh, I yeah. thought he, I thought he said something about a. I, uh, I, I actually, off I, yeah, I have the down. quote right here. Hold on, I'm gonna read it because it was funny. He said, um, Ozzy said this. I remember when I was just starting out, Chef suggested I buy a predominant hat. I thought he said bite uh, bite the head off of head off, off a bat. bat. So I did the re- so I did it and the rest and the rest. Oh, and it's just history. <laughs> the rest is history. Yeah. Yeah. Well, cuz and then he <laughs> pick up Kenny and bite his head. Off. Yeah. He goes crazy and bites off Kenny's head. He's like, <laughs> "Oh my god, that killed Kenny." Does Kenny ever say anything i don't watch yeah he so the interesting thing about kenny is he talks in some episodes but mostly his episodes he's just um he's just just mumbling like he talks but you can't hear it like if you have the subtitles on you can obviously they'll like translate what kenny says he's like oh they they they, 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 subtitles will tell you what he says yeah, because he says the most messed up shit sometimes, and sometimes his character is talking. Like, the first time his character actually talked is in the movie, if you think about mm-hmm. it, but he's he's always talking. It's just mumbled through his mouth because his jacket covers his mouth. Does he always wear that jacket? Yeah, he always, he always wears that jacket unless if it's like a Halloween special or something like that. And then they're all the same age, right? Are they all in the same grade? Yes, they're all in... F- well, they were in third grade, and now they're in fourth grade, so yes. They're all in fourth grade, and then um, that Mr. Garrison's. Yeah, so L- Mr. Garrison was their teacher in third grade, and then they go to a teacher named Mrs. Chokes on Dick in, four- uh, in fourth grade, but then she dies, and then it's, oh, uh, it was for Reliefs in Africa. That's why they did Live Aid. Yeah, that was back And then that's right, right, that's right, right around when We Are the World released by Michael Jackson. Yeah, that was Okay, that was a big concert, but Queen. I could start naming off artists, but it's gonna be. It's a yeah. Queen obviously was the biggest person in there, but there was a lot of them. Uh, if I look up who was in there, I'm looking at it now. Oh, Elton John performed at um, Live Aid. Uh, yeah. Really, really, wow. Oh, so the first thing was Band Aid. Do you know it was Christmas? Do they know it's uh, Christmas? And then yeah, Paul Band-Aid. McCartney came on. Uh, Freddie Mercury, The Who, David Bowie. U2, Dire Stride, Paul Young, Barry Fire, the Sting, Phil Collins, um, Howard Jaws, Sade, uh, who else? I know Brian Adams was he, uh, on the set list too. Well, they did a. That was Billy Ocean, one. Black Sabbath, Run DMC, Rick Springfield, Ario Speedwagon, Judas the Priest, Brian Adams, Beach Boys. What songs did Brian play? He played. Kids want to rock. Summer '69. Tears are not enough. Cuts like a knife. I'm surprised he didn't play. Um, don't drop that bomb on me. He probably wasn't released. Simple Minds. Don't you forget about me. That's a great song. Pretenders. Madonna. Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers. Kenny Loggins. The Cars. Neil Young. Power Station. Thompson Twins. Phil Collins again. Led Zeppelin. Duran Duran. Patti Labelle. Oh, she played Stirred Up. Hall of Notes, wow. Mick Jagger, Bob Dylan, and USA for the world. We are the world, wow. Oh, (laughs) you might find this funny. Chevy Chase introduced Four Tops, Billy Ocean, Black Sabbath, Aria Speedwagon, Jewish the Priest, 
David Bowie, Kenny Loggins, and Duran Duran. I didn't know that. I'm looking this all up right now. Yeah, ja- and Jack Nicholson and Betty uh, Milder introduced Phil Collins. And they did a bunch of other ideas. That was the first one. I thought it was, um, the first one was, uh, Do They Know It's Christmas? Yeah. I think that was, that, the f- was- that was the one, that was the one to get everyone. That was by Band-Aid. And that was with a bunch of artists and like, okay, now we see the problem. Now we got to get this whole Live Aid started. Then they released We Are The World. And then later um, in 2016, I want to say, 2017, Lil Dicky released a song called We Are The World. Uh, I mean, We Are The Earth. We Are The Earth. Which was basically a, um, which I played it for mom once and she's like, oh, this sounds like a lot like uh, We Are The World. Yeah, well, uh, yeah uh, Earth. It's called by Little Dicky. Uh, yeah, it's the. Uh, it was released. Let's see. Yeah, for Michael Jackson songs. From the Michael Jackson song, see the Earth song, which, oh, that's what it was based off. Uh, Earth is a uh, single that was released by Little Dicky on April nineteenth, two thousand nineteen. Wow, that was. I thought it was earlier than that. So then that was uh 2020. That was like three years ago, or. Yeah, three to four years ago, about. Yeah, on April 19th, 2019. Well, the funniest thing about this um, thing is they have Kanye West in this, but it's not played by Kanye West. It's played by Kevin Hart. In, uh, in what? Um, in the Earth song. I got to show uh, you it when you get home. Um, uh, but uh, the people in the Earth song is Lil Dicky. You're not going to know any of these names because um, you're not part of my generation but everyone that is like 2000 from like 22 will understand all these names Lil Dicky Justin Beaver you know Justin Beaver Ariana Grande you know her Halsey you don't know Zach Brown you don't know Brandon Yugi you don't know her him Haley Steinfield you don't know him uh you know Wiz Khalifa you know Snoop Dogg oh I find this funny they have Snoop Dogg playing a marijuana plant in the uh uh in the earth there's a there's a music video and he's playing a marijuana plant he's like i'm gonna wear a marijuana plant i can get you fucked up and then kevin hart comes in like and i'm kanye west and although you don't you don't want kanye west in your video now he's going crazy right now you got adam levine you know adam levine sean menendez charlie puth sia miley cyrus little john you know rita ora uh, Katy Perry, Little uh, Little Yachty, Ed Sheeran, Megan Trainer, Joe Joe Embiid was in this really. Oh, as backup. Embiid? Yeah, yeah, he was in backup vocals. Okay, I see you. Tory Lanez, Elton John, PSY, Bad Bunny, um, Kristen Wu, Milky Way, The Earth, uh, uh, Backstreet Boys. Really, that's the credits. And then Leonardo DiCaprio plays himself. Yeah, does he? And, and this is in the video. Right. He like they're in like the Titanic scene, and like Leonardo is playing himself, I believe, if I remember. Yeah. Well, how about the? You said Johnny Cochran. Did he play him? Somebody did his voice in. Uh, I think it was either Trey Parker or Matt Stone did his voice in this episode. Uh, uh yeah, Trey Parker voiced Johnny Cochran. He voiced the doctor. He voiced the narrator, Mister Mackey, Bar Brady, the news reporter, Judge Moss. There, oh, he uh, uh, he's also the one that uh, portrayed um, the record producer. So, yeah, so Judge Moses, I think was was his name Moss Judge. Oh, uh, Judge um, 
Moses. Uh, M-O-S-E-S. He looked like Moses. That's why I thought that was. His. He had a big white beard. And then when they did that reference, when John, when he couldn't raise the money, when Chef couldn't get the two million dollars to hire Johnny Cochran, and then Johnny Cochran's heart grew two sizes. Oh yeah, the Grinch reference. Yes. Yeah. I thought that was. So I guess he took he took less money. He didn't take any money actually. Oh really? Yeah, because he's like, I'll do your case free of charge at the end of the episode when his gr- heart uh, grew three sizes. I guess I'm trying to think at the end of the episode, did he did they actually show? Did he win? Yeah, yeah. Chef won and they sued the record company. Right. I mean, I remember there was a trial at the end because he used his Jabaka thing again. <laughs> and that one juror's head exploded on him. Yes. Um, I didn't remember if they actually rendered a verdict with that. But. Yeah, they did. They said he, he was dropped from all, uh, yeah. yeah, something like along the lines of that. So he didn't know the $2 million. That's a lot of money. $2 million. He, oh, he had to go to jail for four years. Yeah. <laughs> Originally, they said, what, 8 million years? Or something? Yeah, 8 million years, which is crazy. Like, no, no, it's only four years. Well, there is no debtor's prison anymore, so you don't have to go to jail if you can't pay. But they can steer, they can seize your stuff, like my stuff. Yeah, yeah. He's like, I have all the right to seize your thing. <laughs> Property. Yeah, you can do that actually. In the real life. Seize if you have a judgment against somebody, you can seize their property. So that's why they were calling and taking all this stuff. <laughs> and then he had yeah. He had to read. Yeah, that was a good uh, we'll have to we'll have to pick another one. I'm gonna try lot. to I'm gonna try to look for more law episodes out there so i definitely know there are some like in the most recent uh thing that south park released was uh it's called uh streaming wars they just released it and in the second part it starts off the boys in the courtroom and they're discussing on the whole premise of streaming wars cartman gets big titties and he's like my mom doesn't care anymore and they're like we don't want to be here cartman we don't. And there's plenty of, um, oh, the next episode we should probably watch is Imagination Land, but then has like a three-part series right there. But then I don't think you'll like that because you're not really into potty humor. But Kyle yeah, Cartman yeah. has this, uh, I'll explain the episode. So in the beginning of uh, the episode, they're looking for this leprechaun and Cartman drafts up this paperwork that says, if we find a leprechaun, Kyle has to suck my balls and Kyle signs off on it saying we're not going to find a leprechaun. They find a leprechaun, they catch it and it disappears. And um, now he's like, Carmen's like, well, Kyle, wait, what are you going to do? You going to suck my balls? He's like, no, dude, I'm not sucking your balls. And then he's like, I'm going to take you to court. And he takes the whole thing to court and he's like, Therefore, he has to take... Yeah, I, I had to show you that episode because that is all about, uh, like, yeah. that one court thing. Yeah, we can, wa- we can watch that one. There's another one I saw, like, a little... I think you were showing me. It was a short one, but I think that it was... Um, Hartman was trying to return a blender or something, or... Oh, that was um, that was uh, Stan Mar- returning Margarita- to Margaritaville. That's all about the economy. That, yeah, that's that- all about the economy. I might like that one. Yeah, you'll love that one. Um, that is a, that's the longest commentary that Trey Parker and Matt Stone have ever done. I think really? uh, it's about a seven-minute long commentary on that episode, and it's it's good. It's got 
it's got good stuff in that commentary that they say, oh, this is all about the blah, blah, blah. And they even won a uh, Emmy for that episode because it's all about the economy. Um, yeah, I remember, I don't know, you might have showed me parts of it, but I remember seeing parts of it where he's trying to return that. What is it? The Margaritaville wonder. He's like, I'm, I want to yeah. return this thing. He's like, all right, let's see what it is. It's valued triple now. Yeah. What? How is this thing worth three million dollars now? And then yeah. he he goes into the room and then he sees that they're just cutting off chicken heads and it's all random. It's all luck. <laughs> all the uh, the whole uh, the people that run the economy, I think. Yeah, that one. We'll have to put um, put a couple more. I'll watch another couple. More. Definitely, I got you. Get, I have to get you on for the first imagination land because that's that is really the basic law episode because that's that's where he's taking kyle to court because he's he got this like draft up paperwork that says you have to suck my balls because you signed off on it no i don't he well, did yeah what season was that one i oh i should know this uh season uh, imagination line yeah it's a three-part episode you only need to watch the f well if you really want to know the whole the whole thing that goes on you will have to watch all three of them but if you're just trying to watch that law episode, you're only going to have to watch the first one. Because Cogby resolves his problem at the very end of it. You get lost in every episode once you start to watch it more and more. You're like, can't remember. 25. But um, 24 doesn't have... Um, oh, wow. I was way off. Season 11. Oh, that's, oh, that's right. Because that's in the same episode as Lee P. Tourette's. That's my favorite episode. <laughs> Damn. That's the one where Cartman pretends to have Tourette's and then he starts to actually have real Tourette's and say stuff that he shouldn't say. Check it out. Will you tell me which one? Uh, exactly. 43 minutes, 28 seconds counting, uh, which is about this perfect length, actually. So, well, it sounds good. Um, good luck with the podcast. You can uh, I will sign off and then I'll come back again if people like me on as a guest speaker i'll come back and talk about south park <laughs> and the law obviously that's the whole reason why i brought you on all right take care all right you too